Hey productive people, this is Art Gelwix for the Idea Pump. I wanted to welcome you to this episode of Being Productive. Hey everyone, let's take 10 minutes this morning and talk about simplifying and productivity. Now, if you have Netflix, you may have heard of a lady by the name of Marie Kondo, who talks about this whole idea of sparking joy. And if something doesn't spark joy in your life, get rid of it. It's not a new concept. It's been around a long time. But it's something we can also apply to what we're doing to be more productive. This is an opportunity. I mean, springtime's rolling around here in the U.S. This is an opportunity to look at what we're doing and say, are we doing too much? Are we trying too hard? Are we trying too many different ways to be more productive? Can we eliminate things out of our processes and out of our systems that really aren't delivering the value that we need? Uh, we can all do this. I would, if you think that you can go through your system and find nothing to eliminate to simplify it, I want to hear about that. I've been looking at my own systems just because of events over the past couple of months have, have really required me to rethink a lot of things uh, one of the things I'm rethinking are what I'm calling my vanity projects. Uh, communities I've tried to start, or sites that I've tried to fire up, or various side projects that I've tried to stand up that really aren't, while beneficial and they have value, aren't delivering a high enough level of value to really pursue over other activities. So those types of vanity projects are the ones that I'm simplifying out of my system and basically out of my life. That same approach I'm looking at now internal to my systems, looking at the different tools that I use. I use OneNote. I use Notion. I use Todoist. Uh, I use actually Google Keep on top of that and OneDrive and uh, Teams and all kinds of different tools. And the question is, do I use too many? Is each one delivering the value it needs to deliver so that I can accomplish what I need to accomplish in a timely manner and in an effective manner? This is a qualitative assessment, not quantitative. I'm not trying to get rid of 10 things. That's a good milestone if you're having a hard time getting started, though. Pick a number of things to eliminate and just work to that number. That can be very motivational. But for my purposes... I need to do it from a qualitative standpoint. Looking at the items and say, for example, structures I've created within Notion. Is this the best way to organize this information so I can access it when I need it? Or task management. Does it make sense for me to put my tasks in Notion, in OneNote, or in Todoist? Well, it's not really an evaluation of those tools. It's an evaluation of how I work in those tools. So when we talk about tasks, for example, I look at if I'm putting tasks into a system, I need effective, consistent, reliable notifications as to when tasks are due. Well, across those systems, which, across those tools, which ones can I trust to do that? Uh, honestly, OneNote doesn't do notifications, so it kind of pulls itself out of the equation. Note. Notion does notifications, but I've had some challenges with it being consistent and reliable. So in that evaluation for task management, 
Todoist is come out as the one to use. Now that's great, and it's a, it's a solid evaluation based on quantitative measure and qualitative measure. But here's the trick, is getting myself to stop trying to use OneNote and Notion to manage the tasks. It's too easy to be in one of those other tools and see that you've got to-do tags in OneNote, or you've got to-do checkboxes in Notion, and like, well, I'm here, I could just create my to-do list here and track it. That's not helping the situation. That's adding to the level of complexity rather than simplifying it. So it's making a decision as to what tool am I going to use and what's its purpose and how's it going to do it. And if I have more than one tool, as long as they are meeting those core requirements, they're okay. There are other tools out there like Workflowy, for example. Workflowy is a great, fantastic outlining type tool. Uh, it can do some notification structure, but it doesn't do notification alerts. I need that, so I can't really use Workflowy for task management. It doesn't really do images, and I do need image management. So what tool do I go with that? So to start the process of simplification, the first thing I figured out I needed to do was map out what are my needs. Not what the tools can do. I don't need a matrix of that. That'll come later. I need to know specifically what are my needs at the most basic so that when I go to bed at night, I know I've accomplished what I needed to accomplish during the course of the day. May not be everything. It's, I almost consider it a fool's errand to get to 100% every day because the world doesn't work that way. But being practical and pragmatic, being able to lay down at night and say, okay, I've gotten the major things off of my list that I needed to get done. I'm good with that. So by simplifying the systems so that I can find the information I need and get to the information I need, find the tasks, act on the tasks, and nothing slips through the cracks, I can then truly start to trust those tools. But again, that comes back to simplification. Well, why is simplification so critical? Well, because these things grow like crabgrass. It's so easy to go down a rabbit hole of saying, hey, I've got this tool, but it's not quite right. I'm going to go look at a couple others and see if something else has it. Well, now you're spread across multiple tools, multiple implementations, and the time you should have spent getting something accomplished has been put into evaluating tools. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with taking a look at other tools. There are some great tools out there that are coming out that are new. There are modified implementations. We should always have part of our process processes being evaluation of improvement. But that said, that can't be a task in and of itself. That can't be a project in and of itself unless it's basically part of your job. So when we think about the simplification and we find a tool that we keep going back to to do something, that's a good assessment of its qualitative value for our processes. Understanding what those needs are first helps us make that evaluation. It allows us to pick up that tool, look at it, and as Marie Kondo would say, does that tool spark joy in my system? Does it make me feel good that I'm using it? Does it make me feel successful? And does it make me feel productive? Or do I feel like I'm spending too much time working the tool rather 
than getting the work done with the tool. That's complexity that I want to eliminate. So when I look at my simplification efforts over the next couple of months, I'm getting rid of things that I've been working on. I'm getting rid of side projects. I'm getting rid of extra storage things. Perfect example. I've got OneDrive and I've got Google Drive. I have the same amount of storage in both. Where do I put things? Should I use one or the other? What's the advantage of one or the other? They both have pluses and they both have minuses. I need to dedicate some time to simplify my decision making so that when something occurs, there isn't really a decision that has to happen. It's automatic. It's a decision tree that's already been broken down and said, okay, this is this type of thing. This is where it goes. Why is this so important? Well, I'll go back to the, the one thing I haven't talked about. Your systems should be designed in a way that if you are suddenly unable to use those systems or unavailable to use those systems, that other people could pick up and find things in them. I'm going to do a longer podcast about this in a couple of weeks, but the importance of building a process and a structure and a system and an environment that someone can come in and find the information that you leave behind is way more important than I ever imagined before. Uh, we never really think about these kinds of things, but we really have to. So creating and taking steps in our systems to make that transition easier is just paramount. And simplifying is one of the key tenets of this. So I'm going to encourage you that if you're going through the same type of simplifying efforts that I am, reach out to me. Let me know. I'd love to hear it. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me over at the Idea Pump. Uh, I'm all over the place. Just do a search. You'll find me. I want to know how you're simplifying and how's it going for you. And if you're struggling with it, let me know that too. I'm going to struggle with it at times as well. And I'm sure there are ways that we can help each other out. So good luck on your efforts. I hope I wish you the best and I hope everybody has a productive day. If you found this helpful and you want to learn more about this topic or other related topics or basically anything to do with productivity, make sure you stop over at theideapump.com. We've got articles, context, links, podcasts, you name it, all kinds of information there on any variety of topics. And if you don't see something already there that answers the questions that you have, we have the tip community. The community is there to help you, not only by answering your questions, but giving you an opportunity to answer the questions for others. So take some time and stop by. Come over and visit. It's theideapump.com. And let me know what you think. I'm always looking for new ideas for content, and I'm always looking for the opportunity to talk to people about being productive.